Hey everyone, I hope you're doing excellent. I feel like I've been cheating a little bit because I've talked about a lot of things that I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of. However, today I'm going to talk about something that I, I'm genuinely not that great at, and that is turning it off. So I hope you enjoy it. We'll talk through this, maybe a little Kurt therapy session here, but uh, I really hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Kurt Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Oh, where do I start on this one? Uh, I'll be honest, I feel a little exposed here because... As much as I know about hiring and firing and doing budgets and all these other things, turning it off is something that I have never been that good at. So if anyone ever wants to join me on this podcast and talk about this that are very good at turning everything off and taking a break, please let me know. Because even when I'm taking a break, I'm usually listening to a book. I'm usually, I call it double time. I'll be biking and listening to a book. I'll be uh, doing something like, uh, like I think you heard a couple of weeks ago, I was drywalling the, a bunch of rooms. And while I'm doing that, I'm listening to something. So I'm usually doing a lot and I don't turn off that much. Uh, not even at, in the evening, I, I'll, I'll stay busy till 9, 9.30 and then I'll often watch maybe one episode of something for 30 or 40 minutes and then go to bed. And even when I'm going to bed, I'm usually listening to a book. So to be honest, this is not an area where you should get advice from me. Uh, <laughs> that's why I feel so bad doing this podcast. Like I said, I could tell you a lot about how to uh, hire somebody or how to fire them or how to interview them or how to do budgets and stuff. But this one's not my thing. But I will tell you maybe a few areas where I've found a little bit of improvement. Number one is I I think it has been much better for me to learn and accept double time, which is that process of doing something that you need to do, either shopping or exercising or uh, getting some chores done or maybe changing. Like f for us here in Canada, we change our tires for winter tires so I could do that. And then I'll often listen to something. That habit has been very good for me because number one is it lets me relax while I'm thinking through a new problem, which is not leadership related, because that's the world I, I'm just constantly thinking about. But the other thing is I, I really enjoy doing things with my hands. I enjoy learning how to tape and mud or, or cutting all the angles on on when you're trying to fit something like if you're doing cupboards or whatever it is or flooring, I kind of like those more, the jobs that require less effort. I noticed that I couldn't really do double time too much when I was an excavator operator because to dig a basement within five centimeters, I, you definitely can't, or five or 10 centimeters, you definitely can't do that and get all your measurements right and your steps for your walkouts and all that right while you're listening to something else. So I'd listen to the music at that point. But when I'm doing tasks that I've done a lot, I, I really enjoy doing that. 
The other thing that I've I've kind of fallen into this groove. This one I I also am learning to get better at, and I I continue to I hope I'm improving at it. And that is in the mornings, I'm starting to get in a good habit of not picking up my phone. Usually before I go to bed, I'll check to see when my first meeting is or my first deadline for something is. And I usually try and keep that around nine o'clock at the, or like, I usually try and start my work around nine because I work a little later on average. And when you're in senior leadership, like a, a CEO role, you'll have board meetings and uh, those can be in the evenings. And then you also have engagements where you're speaking and doing stuff on evenings and weekends. So I've, I've given myself time in the morning, which has helped a lot. But my rule is I can't pick up my phone. I'll, I'll check before I go to bed. And, it, and it, I, I find this doesn't wrap my brain up. But I'll check and just be like, here's my first meeting. Because if there's a serious meeting... I'll know it. I don't need to check that. I'll, it'll be kind of ringing in my head the whole time as you kind of cycle through your thought processes on it. But I'll check my phone in the evening and be like, okay, first meeting's at nine with, with you know, John Smith. Done. Go to bed. And then my morning, I we get our kids ready because getting three kids off to school on time is not something that uh, is as easy as I would have thought when I was before I had kids. Probably a few of you know this, what the experience is. Um, and then while the kids are between getting the kids to school and right before I start my work, I spend some time uh, alone. I would say, you know, uh, I, I do a study and I just spend some clean air time. I've learned that if I don't do that before I pick up my phone, my, my work brain starts gearing up and then I can't do it well. Then I can do double time things, but I cannot do focused, clear headed thought. And it's sometimes during that, those clear headed moments before you think of anything, when some of your best ideas or best solutions come up and I jot them down. That has been a lifesaver for me. That habit has really helped. Um, maybe another thing, uh, this is going to be a little funny, but I was reading an article on sleep. And I came across an article from a couple centuries ago. It was in a, at least a century ago. I think it was, well, it was before electricity. And they talked about your first and your second sleep. I found this interesting because you could say, well, this is really old. Maybe it's outdated. But our sleep cycles, we go through uh, two, two full sleep cycles, from my understanding, at night. And the first one, depending on when you go to bed, ends between your early, if you go to bed really early, it ends between two and three or, uh, or maybe two, yeah, two and four, and then four and five if you're a real night hawk. But your sleep cycles end at a certain point. And what I've always done, and I've heard other people do this, is I'll just have a notepad next to me. And when my, when, if I wake up at night and I have an idea, I have to write it down. So I'll write it down with the dimmest light possible so it's cleared in my head. And then I'll say, I've written it down. I don't have to think about it anymore. And I can fall asleep again. 
But this article I found, which I found was quite interesting, is it said what to do between your first and your second sleep. They were talking about uh, sleep cycles and how, because in those days you didn't have as good of beds, so you'd sleep through your first sleep and then you'd wake up and they'd have a tea, uh, spend some time with their spouse or do whatever. Uh, you can connect the dots there. But they, they talk about that in the article. They talk about all the things you can do between your first and your second sleep. So I started doing a little more research, as always, and I kind of started to notice that those, if I think if you didn't have a good bed, you'd definitely wake up between your first and second sleep cycle. And even whether, <laughs> it's going to sound bad, but whether this is currently highly accurate, I do find that I wake up somewhere between three and four o'clock, or maybe two and four o'clock. And I I used to get frustrated or angry that I woke up. And then I read this article and I realized that maybe it's okay to get up. So now I'll spend a few minutes. I'll be like, oh, it's so nice. There's nobody around. And I don't ramp up my frustration for lack of sleep. And I'm able to fall back asleep. That has been absolutely awesome. So if you're one of those people who's always got lots of stuff on your mind, Maybe just hearing that and realizing it's okay, you, you, get, you get two sleep cycles. If you wake up for a few minutes in, after the first one, that's okay. Um, I just, I think it's really important to give yourself a little bit of grace. Because the harder you are on yourself, the worse your behavior will get. So if you can learn, even if you aren't the best at turning it off, if you're not the best at... Uh, thinking through that, give yourself some grace. And remember, don't compare with other people. Compare with yourself. That is the only fair comparison you have in your in your life, because all you see of other people is what they're willing to share with you, while you see everything in yourself. So just, I, I that's the only thing I really have. This isn't something that I'm an expert at, but I hope maybe a few of these thoughts would help you as you plow away in your leadership journey. Um, but the most important one, I think, is just to give yourself a little bit of grace. It takes a lot of stress off you. It'll cut out a lot of your bad habits if you just give yourself a little bit of space. So I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know if you have any awesome ideas. Reach out to me anytime. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.